0: everyone, welcome to the podcast series of NMIMS Bangalore, NM Broadcast. Today we have with us Mr. Vivek Mishra, founder and CEO of FibroHeal. FibroHeal is a healthcare company focused on advanced and active wound care management. Mr. Vivek has his overall experience in the entire purview of management, including business management with relevant exposure in research and development. We welcome you, sir.
1: Thank you very much, Ash.
0: So, sir, how are you doing and what have you been up to
1: lately? Well, uh, yes, I'm all right and Fibro is also you know, taking baby steps and we are moving forward. COVID has impacted our business, but it has also put us into a literal thinking because this is common for all. So uh, in fact, you know, I would put it this way that it has further bolstered our goal that we are in the right direction and we are trying to make a difference. So on the business front, the business is impacted, but various other factors which contribute to business in the long run has been uh, up and running, so I feel we have done pretty okay in during this phase also.
0: That's really good to know sir. So let's yeah. start with our journey to Fibro Hill. Would you like yeah. to share what inspired you to come up with such an innovative venture?
1: Uh, well so uh, coming back to after my MBA I worked in couple of companies in different uh, roles including product management, sales, strategy and various other things. My last assignment was with Tata Chemicals, where I was heading the rice seed business. When we say uh, it was particularly on the rural segment, you know, because rice seeds are generally cultivated by farmers. And during those interactions, we realized that there is a lot of value which can be created in this sector. And while we were exploring and contemplating various other things which was possible with, uh, in this segment, I got a chance to meet a gentleman called Bharat. Bharat built a company in animal health space called Vetcare, which in, later on entered into a joint venture with a Dutch company called Promi, and it was later acquired globally by Cargill. And he was a leading player in that name, and he has also interest in silk, and that's what led to the you know common connect, and we become co-founders. <clears throat> now, coming to the uh, real story, while having you know interacting with farmers, we realized that a good silk sari passes on from generations. Uh, from grandmother to mother to daughter-in-law and without losing its luster and, uh, you know, the properties. And again, when you look at uh, particularly silk worm, it stays inside a perfectly packed cocoon and still it is able to breathe. It's a live worm. So we realized that it's a perfectly biocompatible material and presently 85% of medical devices are imported in India. So there was a need gap which existed. And somehow, you know, all these factors, there is no one factor which contributed directly. But there was multiple factors, meeting right people. And it one thing led to other and ultimately that's how Fibril was born.
0: That's truly inspiring. And the concept behind your startup is very unique. So yeah. prior to this, you yeah. have a rich experience in diverse domains and
1: industries. Right. right.
0: How important do you feel it, it is to explore various career options to find what suits you the best?
1: Uh, well, I feel that it's important for you to... Explore yourself a little bit. And when you work in a company, you find out what are your strength, what excites you. Because the bottom line is startup is not a glamorous glamorous job or glamorous work. Trust me, it's the most frustrating thing which you will come across. And uh, I often give this example and I will give it here also. Running a startup is like, you know, sitting on a tiger. Only you can understand that you are sitting on a tiger. If you get down from the tiger, you are killed. And other people think that you are, you know, riding a tiger. So that's how startup is actually. So frankly, you need to understand, you know, what you like, what you love and why you are doing the why part is very important if you intend doing a startup or if you want to work for a startup, because there is no fixed set of rules. And again, if someone wants to become an entrepreneur, it's important for them to understand some nuances of basic people management, man management, those kind of stuff. And you will realize that most people think that fund will be a major issue or idea will be a major issue. Trust me, ideas are said, execution is the main key. So how you execute that part, you need to learn from various experiences. So I would say that at least you need to have a couple of experience before you you intend doing a venturing out on your own so that you will be able to set up a culture in long term for a company.
0: That's very true. And ultimately, you did find your calling and are successfully leading FibroHeal. That brings us to the theme of podcast strategy of going from zero to one that largely revolves around having a set sequence of steps to success. Sir, do you feel it is necessary to have a foolproof plan to begin with?
1: Uh, No, my outright answer is no to it. The reason being, you will not realize how you have reached from zero to one. You need to factor in all the important variables. You need to factor in all the important points which may impact your business directly and indirectly. We all, you know, mug up, uh, paste analysis, you know, SWOT analysis and all those things. But it's important to understand how these factors are going to impact. For example, a life case is we all, all of you would have studied about Paisley. Now, COVID is a situation which is a life case, which makes a very strong case point for all of you to understand that all your planning goes out of the window when a situation like this arises or when a war happens or, or a natural calamity happens. So all your strategy and everything goes out of the window. So my uh, important point is, you don't need a foolproof plan, but you need, to, you need a plan which is thought through, where you have factored in all the pros, cons, as well as all the variables, and then you execute it accordingly. And more importantly, uh, while scaling up a startup or building a startup, the focus, the passion, the energy, these three matters a lot. And then comes, you know, because if these three are intact, then you will be able to create a product which is product market fit. You will be able to address the need gap which exists and ultimately you will start seeing results over a period of time.
0: Really great, sir. Sir, apart from having a set plan in place, one of the key factors in making a success strategy is self-discipline. Sir, how difficult was it for you to avoid distractions and stay
1: motivated? Yes, that's a very relevant point what you have factored in. So self-discipline is important, and most, most importantly, temptation. So when you are running a startup, you will suddenly get the, you know, glitch of media. People are covering your stories, and you tend to get away with that. You know, you will start losing your focus, slowly and steadily. You, you yourself feel that you are a cult figure among your circles. And, you know, this leads to self-destruction many times. So it's important for you to understand or always factor in why you have started the venture, number one why you think i mean whatever you are doing why you are doing it and thirdly you know what is the impact you are trying to create because most of the people who who start a startup is either for making money or for uh, some other to have that glory but trust me both of these are byproducts of your hard work and self-discipline over years so it is very difficult Uh, it is very important for you to have that self-discipline stay motivated and entrepreneurship is a lonely journey So when you are taking a startup or when you are building something new from taking it from zero to one, it is important to be self-disciplined. It is important to stay focused and it is important for you to understand why you have started it. If your why is clear, how and all other things become easy. So that's what we follow.
0: I agree, sir. So, sir, there are many aspiring entrepreneurs who get stuck on initial stages of ideation due to lack of proper strategy. What should one do to escalate from the level of ideation to implementation and ensure that their idea stands out from the others?
1: Uh, Well, I think this is one of the very practical questions what you have asked. So uh, many of the entrepreneurs, they take too much time in thinking about the idea. Trust me, the way you started and the way you end up doing may be completely different. I will give a live example of myself. We started, uh, you know, making surgical dressing, which was good for burns. And when government supported us for, you know, making a dressing which was suitable for burns. Now, coming to burns cases, the people who get hospitalized after, you know, having burns, mostly in government setup, they are treated mostly in government setup because of various medical legal angles. Now, the death rate is around 60%. means out of 10 patients reaching hospital, 6 die. Now, that's a, you know, that's a number which... I mean, I'm saying it, but imagine you are in a hospital and you see this case. So we devised a product which was suitable for burns. We got funding. We got all the regulatory approvals. We did trials. Everything was fine. And once we actually launched the product in the market, after six to eight months, we realized that our the market size was small, number one. Secondly, the product was not amply suitable for the burns cases. That leads to another iteration and coming up with, a, uh, you know, uh, version two of our product, and there we realized that there is a lot of, you know, what do we say, uh, the problems are being addressed and ultimately with interaction with surgeons and particularly nursing staff and ward boys, because they are the ones who makes sure their hands dirty. We come up with a level three version of our product and that is doing fantastically well. And we also reoriented our direction from burns to wounds. And we then decided that we are going to be the most comprehensive wound management company catering to different stages of wound healing whether we say tissue management infection inflammation moisture ethylization or scar why i highlighted this point because most of the time you are fascinated with the idea and you spend too much time on your idea and that leads you know you are so engrossed in the product or the idea that you feel that uh, you know you have to deal with outsiders to build it now i i often use this and uh, this terminology that don't let good be the enemy of don't let great be the enemy of good you need to build a good team, good product first. Don't try to make it great. Over a period of time, if you do it in a self-disciplined way, in a fixed way, and, and you know, while being open to try out new things, you will end up building a company which is great. And lastly, it's important for you that what you are developing and for whom you are developing and what problem you are trying to solve. If that part is clear, and that part will be cleared only when you talk more to your customers, the end user. The end user is the one you know who is going to give you a lot of insights because they will tell you the exact problem and what is wrong with you, and that is what you need to address. And ultimately, it will uh, you know clear your path right from you know ideation and taking it to commercialization or implementation. I mean that's an experience which I shared based on uh, my learnings.
0: This will surely help the budding entrepreneurs listening to us and giving their strategy a right direction. So sir, apart from having an innovative idea should startups also focus on creating difference in the society with their offerings
1: truly i because as young guys you know we shouldn't be we should be trying to do something different until the time you are 30 you have ample time to fail in startup or in entrepreneurship you need to fail fast whatever you do you have to do it fast so even if you fail fast you know iterate come back again hit the market again try so those it's important for you to hit the market fast additionally you need to have innovative idea if you want to have that, you know, sustainability and cutting-edge advantage, because tomorrow again, if you get, if you are bringing a me-too con- kind of concept, you will get into competition, and then it will turns into a dirty red ocean. You keep cutting each other's throat, you know, based on pricing, based on strategy, and you won't be able to create value. So unless you have some innovative idea, some innovative thoughts, and uh, some innovative offering, which but again, there is also a drawback or the flip side of innovative idea. It takes slight longer time to get accepted. Even, I, uh, for example, our silk is used in saris and textiles. But when we carried, you know, when we went to the market, people felt that there was no need of silk or a dressing from silk. Uh, we, ah, uh, kamto तो types. So we will have to educate. We will have to show the importance, and then you have to, oh, you know. Uh, you have to fill a gap where you are able to solve multiple stakeholders problems. For example, I will share my case. In our case, we our product offers an economic multiplier potential. What, how? Silk is grown by farmers. So there is an alternate source of income for farmers other than regular textiles, number one. Number two, since we are an Indian company and India is second largest producer of silk, and so we are able to bring it down the cost of you know, the product. We are going to make it affordable and accessible because Karnataka is the largest producer of silk. And thirdly, the cost of treatment will be lowered, the ease of application and the hospitalization days will be brought down. So you have benefit for medical fraternity, you have benefit for patients, you have benefit for farmers. So we need to come up with innovative ideas and as young, uh, young budding entrepreneurs or young energy like you, you guys should focus on uh, bringing something you know, innovative and unique. And uh, I think that will you know, help a lot of, Youngsters that will help, help us as a country and as a nation. That's true, sir. Sir, would
0: you like to give any word of advice to our listeners aspiring to become entrepreneurs?
1: Surely. A uh, couple of things I would like to tell them based on my learnings is first, don't lose focus. Focus is the most important thing. And secondly, identifying why you are doing it. Don't do it if you feel that someone X is doing it, so I will also do it. Don't do that. If you feel that there's a strong urge, there's a strong calling, you know, then you should go and try out something new and don't try to copy anyone. Just be yourself. Try to solve a genuine problem and spend as much time in the market or field or interacting with people as possible because I don't know, people, You would have you would have heard this line or not, but Generally, in corporate or in our startup, we follow a culture. <laughs> Anyone sitting in head office is an overhead on the company. <laughs> so, focus and uh, you know finding why you are doing it, the calling, and uh, solving a genuine problem. If these three things you are able to streamline and uh, you know align with, all other things will fall in place. And don't wait for a perfect moment. You will never get perfect, even. Even when you are a 100 crore or 1,000 crore company, you will not be in a perfect shape. So you'll have to start it somewhere. So that's what I will say.
0: Thank you so much, sir, for taking out time and motivating us through your journey. It was great having you with us.
1: Thanks, sir. Yes. Thank you very much.